the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. True North, on AM 1460 and FM 101.1, The Answer. Saturday mornings at 8 or via podcast anytime. Now, let's get into it with your host, Dirk Hobbs. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to True North. A beautiful Saturday morning here in Southern Colorado. Oh, thank you, God, for the opportunity to live here and breathe this fresh mountain air. I love it here. Hope you're out enjoying the kingdom and the paradise we call home, Colorado Springs and Southern Colorado in general. So, hey, everybody, welcome to True North. I'm your host, Dirk Hobbs, and we are uh, hanging out with one of the uh, coolest guys in town this morning, and he's he's going to tell us a, a great journey story. He's got some new things happening on the north end of Colorado Springs up in Victory Ridge and um, the InterQuest Voyager intersection up there. There's so much going on from an economic development standpoint, and that part of town is blooming and continues to bloom, and it's it's such a wonderful thing to see because uh, we're we're getting new assets all the time, new offerings from very creative people, and uh, we're going to get to that in just a minute. But I uh, want to remind everybody, we've got an election coming up uh, this coming Tuesday, so you got your ballots last week, and you uh, had until, I think, Thursday to put it in the mailbox. So if you haven't, if you're listening to this and, you, and you've got your ballot sitting on your kitchen counter... Go ahead and fill it out and find a Dropbox because it's not going to get in in time uh, if you hadn't sent it in by the 9th. So go ahead and drive it into a Dropbox. Cast your vote. Make your voice heard loud and clear. we got a big mayoral election in Colorado Springs, and uh, it's a big deal. So uh, two very, very different agendas on the menu, and I uh, want to make sure everybody is has their opportunity to speak their mind. So anyway, let's dive in. Let's uh, let's welcome Chuck Schaefer to the program. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. How, How are you? Doing, man? I'm, I'm living the dream, man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, welcome, man. I appreciate you coming in because I know you're a busy guy and you've got, you know, probably your phone rings more than anybody I know with text messages. I'm going to be late. I'm, you know, I'm on time or I'm going to be next week or whatever because you're dealing with contractors and subcontractors. If you don't know Chuck, he's a restaurateur <clears throat> in town. And if you've been to Prime 25, uh, that's his spot. And then we're going to introduce four new opportunities up on the north end here. I'm going to let him do that because these are his babies. <laughs> and uh, But uh, let's get to know you a little bit, man. So you started out uh, as a young kid, uh, Sam and Kathy Guadagnoli. Yep. Did I get that right? Correct. Or aunt and uncle. Correct. Okay. And they got you started in the in the club business when you were coming up. And mm-hmm. and walk us through that. Who who are these great people and how did they get you involved? Uh, Sam was my uncle and yep. uh, Kathy Guadnoli is my aunt. And they owned a bunch of nightclubs and <clears throat> pretty much I needed a job. And they put me in a role as a bar back and many, many years ago. Yep. 
And I just kind of followed their lead and went through the whole thing of being all the way up the chain to becoming part owner of all of them. Part owner. Yep. Right on. So this was your formal education, I suspect. (laughs) On hand. (laughs) On hand. So bar back, I mean, you're doing the ice, you're doing the trash, the bottles, you know, the pickup. And then did you ever become a bartender? I did. Yeah. Went from bar back to bartender to doorman, back to bartender. Didn't like the doorman thing so much. That was (laughs) not enough pay for getting beat up on, I guess. (laughs) Did you ever get into a rumble? Nah. nah. (laughs) That don't happen, right? (laughs) No, never. Yeah, this isn't Roadhouse, right? So, um, well, good. So they gave you kind of a a grooming there. Um, Now that they started out on uh, on Academy. Uh, with Cowboys, right? Cowboys, correct. And there was another one, right? Uh, there's Cowboys, and then I started working for them when it was Rodeo. Okay. And a few other odds and end things on Academy Boulevard that we, we had and stuff, but ended up landing in downtown Colorado Springs. Okay. And how long ago, about how long ago was that? Oh, 30 years. Has it been 30 years? Yeah, probably at least. I might be, you know, making myself feel a little younger by only saying 30 years. Oh, my goodness. 30 years since it went from Academy to downtown. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm starting to feel old too, Chuck. <laughs> All right. Well, so, um, so what, what was it that drew you to it? Was it just their energy and enthusiasm or, yeah, or more? I think it was, I think it was youth being young and being in the center of everything that's happening. And mm-hmm. it was fun. It was a great experience and a great education. Okay. Were you, are you, are you a local? I am. I was born in Colorado Springs. Okay. What what uh, high school? <clears throat> Wasson High School. All right. There's a shout out to your fellows. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, they got you involved and in, in you just took to it, right? I mean, yeah. nothing nothing more than that? Nothing more than that, honestly. <laughs> just kind of locked into it and kept running with it. So you came, when you came to the downtown centers, mm-hmm. uh, was that any different than running the shops out east? No, I had a little bit more responsibility. Okay. So and took on, uh, that's when I took on a little bit of ownership. Uh, Rum Bay was the first one downtown that I did. I remember that with one. Them. Yep. And uh, and then I took, you know, I, at that point in time, I was the general manager of everything. So sure. kind of went that direction. So these are long nights. Yep. And uh, long days, probably. Yep. So what did this, um, what did, how long did this experience last for you? I said about, about 30 years. About 30 years yeah. for you. Yeah. But it, it really has, I mean, it takes its toll on you after a while, right? 100%. I mean, is it just emotional fatigue or, I mean, explain that a little bit. I think what it is, is it kind of gets to the point of where, okay, this was a lot of fun, but now I think I'm feeling a little too old for this. Okay. <laughs> this many hours and this going on and it just. I liked more of the creating the side of it and things like that than I did working it, to be honest with you. Okay. So talk to us about that. Cause are those your concepts? Uh, they were, they were originally a collaboration of all of ours mm-hmm. put together and stuff. But, uh, you know, Sam would come up with an idea and stuff and then I would help and Kathy would help design it and things like that. Yeah. And what, what really sticks out here as far as a club environment or, or a restaurant concept? I mean, what in your mind, differentiates the winners from the losers? Uh, I think what you're giving the public, the people, okay. you know, and stuff, if you focus on being good at what you do and not just being there, then I think that's what makes the difference. Yeah. And the theme and the ambiance, I yeah. mean, that's that's something you've got to infuse into the people that work there. Correct. Right? I mean, they have to own that and embody that whole environment. Yep. And that's a tough gig. No fun. No fun. <laughs> 
<laughs> no fun. No fun. But you did it for 30 years. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> had to pay the bill somehow. Amen, brother. <laughs> All right. Well, tell us a little bit about you and, and your family and sure. how, how everything came together for I you. Was, I was born in Colorado Springs. Uh, my mom and dad are still alive. My brother is awesome. Heath Schaefer. Uh, most of all my family is here in Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was in the Navy, so we obviously traveled a lot and stuff at my younger years. Okay. And uh, so we would always be stationed by the ocean and stuff. My, uh, then in 11th grade, I had come back here to live with my grandparents for better education. And that's when I went to Wasson High School. Okay. And so where'd you meet Mrs. Schaefer? I met her at one of the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yep. Right. And, yep, I did. She's four years younger than me, though. So Okay. Well, that's always good. <laughs> All right. And how long before uh, you guys, after you guys met, did, did you guys get married? We dated for, gosh, six, seven years okay. and stuff. And then I finally stepped up to the plate and proposed. And then we were married a bit later. And right now we've been together since 99. Okay. And then you started your family. Yep. Yep. And how many kids you got? Two. Okay. Two amazing, amazing little kids. Right on. So one's 11 and the other? Nine. Nine. Okay. So you got a young family. Yeah. Right on. So aunt and uncle still with us? Uh, aunt is. Okay. And is she kind of watching your success as you journey through this? And um, She's, she's I, I, you know, I got to believe she is. Okay. You know, she's focusing on all of her stuff right now that she has to wrap her head around and got stuff it. that's going on in her world. But, okay. Yeah. Well, so walk us to uh, Prime 30 or Prime 25, excuse me, or Prime 35, but Prime <clears throat> 25. What's, what's the meaning behind that name? Well, what happened with Prime 25 was... When I was in the nightclub business, I was blessed to have my daughter at 46 years old. Okay. And when I had my daughter, I knew I needed to make a change in my life. So I took off and uh, sold out of everything I had in the nightclubs. Got it. And uh, with that, decided to make a turn and go into the restaurant business. It's still hospitality. It's Mm -hmm. still entertainment. It's still that great feeling of doing something amazing. Right. So I got invited by a friend named Larry Rizzo. He was out of New York and then moved to Miami. And then he hooked us up with two other gentlemen. One was uh, Christopher Lee, who I'm very, very good friends with to this day. They're still working with me on projects. Okay. Helping with the ones we're going to talk about, actually. Sure. Uh, then uh, with that, Kelly Jones was involved. He's out of Las Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, major in the restaurant business as well. Okay. So went off to Miami, uh, South Beach, opened up a restaurant with them for learned everything I could know from them hands-on and understand the difference between a nightclub and a restaurant night and day. Sure. Well, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Different clientele, everything. Different everything. Hours, uh, operation, everything's completely different. But at the same time, you're still in the hospitality. You still got to do everything. Got it. Like that. Okay. So then uh, I was blessed two years later to have my son. Um, And I said, this traveling back and forth is getting tough. Um, I don't want to do it no more. I want to build something in Colorado Springs that I learned in uh, South Beach. Okay. So that's when I came upon uh, the building at Prime 25 and uh, jumped into that. And that's been a blessing to have that for the last seven years and actually doing okay. <laughs> well, I'd say you're doing the more than okay, brother. That's why, uh, it's one of the best places in town. I appreciate to that. Hang Thank out. You. We certainly appreciate that. But uh, we're sitting here with Chuck Schaefer. He's a restaurateur, 
and a former club owner here in town. So you've probably darkened some of his doorways. And, um, you know, we're going to encourage you not only to check out uh, Prime 25, if you haven't, if you're up here on the north end of the Springs, but four new concept restaurants that he's about to cut loose into the northern Colorado Springs market. So if you're a food snob and a restaurant foodie, uh, this this show's for you because we're sitting here with one of the best. We're back in a minute with Chuck Schaefer. I got a nightmare phone call that no parent wants to receive. Someone hit me going 60 miles an hour. Dr. Ramos uh, came highly recommended. When I showed him the x-rays, he immediately knew exactly what was wrong. We've had a tremendous experience with Ramos Law. Really, I could not be happier. Having the car accident was an accident. Finding Ramos Law was no accident. Injured in a car accident? Ramos Law can help. RamosLaw.com. And we're back. Good morning, Southern Colorado. Uh, Welcome to True North. And if you missed the first quarter here, we're sitting here with Chuck Schaefer, who is uh, a very reputable um, restaurateur here in town. Uh, If you've been here for a while in Colorado Springs, you've probably uh, darkened his doorways at some of the local nightclub scene. He uh, was participating with Cowboys and uh, Rum Bay. And what were some of the other concepts? Blondies, Blondies, Gasoline Alley, All downtown. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, welcome, Chuck. Appreciate you being here. Let's uh, let's get into a little more about what you're doing. So we've come from Miami to home. You've had two kids now, mm-hmm. and uh, you're tired of traveling. You're ready to get off the road. So you see this opportunity, and w- what next? How does that present itself to you? And then lead us through the first few steps of opening Prime. Well, after you know. My wife would go back and forth with me as well, and she wanted something here as well, you know, and stuff. So when I started to do Prime, it was exciting. You know, it was something the city, I always feel like the city's missing a little bit of something, and I might be wrong, but I feel like it's just, we're on the cusp of growing, and nowadays more so than when Prime even opened up. Yeah. So it's kind of being a little bit ahead of the curve, finding the right locations, obviously very important. Right. And then timing. So I I just felt like this was where I wanted to land. And how long ago was that? How long ago? Seven years. Seven years. Because, you know, Colorado Springs has always had this. um, One of the things that a lot of people comment about, uh, especially 10, 15, 20 years ago, is the lack of the restaurant scene. Mm -hmm. Right. So then guys like you come along. And you see this opportunity and you put in front of us a real local. I mean, you're not going to find Prime 25 on the East Coast or the West Coast. It's here. Yes, sir. It's birthed from your ideas. Um, What's that process like? I mean, do you envision kind of the interior and the exterior and the ambiance and the menu? How how does that work? Well, Prime was a collaboration of all of us a little bit. We kind of designed it out a little bit and then got a a lady named Deborah Abercrombie. Mm Mm-hmm who's a great interior decorator, give her some ideas and she would run with it. Um, and uh, she actually helped me do my home as well. Okay, right on. <laughs> yeah. Double duty. <laughs> so, yeah. So she's became really a, a major part of a lot of this stuff, finding things that, you know, I'll say something and then she'll go and find it. Yeah. And get an idea about it. Okay. Yeah. And so she helps with the interior design, but you've, you've got to lay the foundation, right? Yeah. And yeah. so how do, how do you coach folks you know, to, to execute on what's in here in your head and in your heart and then manifest itself into reality. 
Well, it's, it's, it's funny when you say that because it's like it's hard to see something and explain it before some people can't see it, so they don't quite understand it right. sometimes. Yeah. And I might talk a little fast then sometimes, and they look at me like, okay, slow down. Slow down. What do you mean? <laughs> so you pretty much you sketch it out on your napkin, and then you have a real architect draw it up the right way, and then we just run with it. Okay. Yeah. Now, is, is Mrs. Schaefer in the business too, or is she? Just- She's a hairdresser for okay. Okay. Forever, for many, many years, owned her own hair salon. Right on. La Rev. Okay. Uh, up on Briargate. Got it. And stuff. And then uh, she became a stay home mom uh, when we had the children and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's wonderful. So, talk about the menu. When you're putting together a menu, because you, you and I were talking offline about, you know, there's a lot of chains out there, and that's great. You know, yeah. I mean, quick meal, reliable formula. You go in there, you get out, and you're done. But you're more into the business of creating an experience. Correct. Is that a fair assumption? 100%. Okay. And so what was that when you were starting to uh, build Prime 25? What was that that you wanted people to walk away from? I want them to enjoy the experience. Okay. From the minute they walked into the door to the minute they left, I wanted them to feel like whatever monies they spent at the time was well worth it. Yeah. You know, and I feel that if people, you create a memory, you create something like that, they're going to support you and come back. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the food's got to be good. Right. Obviously, the drinks have to be good. The service has to be impeccable, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff. It's all about the hospitality that we create that makes you different from everybody else. And what is some of your coaching mechanism that you, that you, when you're employing people, when you're employing receptionist or hostess, mm-hmm. uh, servers, Boss, chef, clean up, you know, the cleaning crew. What is it that you impart to them? Pride. Okay. Unpack that a little more. Yeah, I think everybody has to, I I explain to them, you want to have so much pride in the part that you're doing. This is a gigantic team. Mm -hmm. It's everybody. It's not one person can run this or do this. Everybody has to do their part. So if each person does, takes enough pride and is really successful in what they're doing and creating, then the teamwork will all come together mm-hmm. like that. Well, but it, it, it truly is part of being, knowing that you want to set the bar for everybody else. Okay. But they also have to believe in the product they're selling. Oh, 100%. They have to. Right. They so, got to buy into it. So how do you indoctrinate that? I think that that's where you kind of weed out the ones that are there for temporary, unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, you put, you, I don't want it, lack of words, I'm going to say the pressure on everybody else to push themselves. Okay. And then once they get to that level where they're like seeing the satisfaction, understanding that the better we do in here, the more tips we get, the better pay we get, the busier we are. Right. And it all falls hand in hand. For sure. Yeah. And then you can continue to build your quality, build your Correct. experience and everything else. So, you know, it's a transient business, I would imagine. Right. I mean, the employee base. They're in and out. They need a job. They're trying to hustle some a few bucks to pay rent, maybe. Sure. But how do you move them from just clocking in, clocking out, doing their thing, and saying, "Look, you're you're part of that bigger engine." How do you get them to really invest in that? Well, I think if 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 everything comes together and everybody's working hard, the amount of monies they're going to make is completely different from where else they'll be. Okay. And that reflects back on if you're going to make. working at this one location, Mm -hmm. A, and you're just, it's just fun and it's okay, but you've capped yourself out. Mm -hmm. Then you come to one of, you know, 
Prime or one of our restaurants and you're making four, five, six hundred dollars in tips yeah. because you've learned so much. That's a whole different world. Well, of course. Yeah. You know, now you're making a living. They're not going to leave, leave. Yeah. You know, they've like, I don't want to leave this job because somebody else will pick it up. Yeah. You know, and stuff. And I believe that at that point in time, it's not just about the money. It's about the education that they've got along the way. And I, I believe if somebody has to move on for whatever reason, you know, they give me their notice. That door's still wide open. Well, and sure. I've had numerous employees leave and come back. Really? Because it's just, I don't want to say the grass ain't greener on the side sometimes. Yeah. You know, could it be? Yes. Yeah. But sometimes it's not. And then when they come back, they realized, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't quite do it this way. I understand why I need to do it this way. Well, you've got a great product. You're giving them a skill, right? You're yeah. grooming them. And that skill is translatable in any occupation, pretty much. I mean, the art of being just a kind, personable human being. Mm-hmm. And hospitality, you and I talked about this a little offline. I mean, that's that's a gift of the spirit. So you're a man of God. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a man of God. And, you know, this this part and parcel of what we do. Is that part of what drives you as a restaurateur? Is that, that spirit to, to serve others, to make them feel like they've just had a great experience? I, I, I think what it is is that it in, if, what reflects to my children is whom I am. Okay. And what reflects to all that is what we, you know, we become and the things that we say and do. And I'm here uh, to this day because of God, because of the strength from my children yeah. and stuff like that. Because unfortunately, two years ago, I was uh, diagnosed with cancer. All right. Complete fluke by answered by a complete accident. Uh, and it was melanoma, um, which I had five years previous to that. I had that. And then they did great operations, got rid of it. But five years later, it settled in my lung, all places and stuff, and then spread to my brain. Well, I'm, I'm, I know for a fact I'm here because of God mm-hmm. and because of the strength I have from my children. Love it, man. And that's, that's the truth. Well, and that's that's pouring off of you, and you're very strong. You look great. Oh, yeah. If you, if you meet Chuck in one of his restaurants, you're going to see that right away. Uh, it does not look like a man battling this, these demons here uh, of melanoma, because that that is a that is a tough one, and it's very prominent. Uh, did it start on the skin for you? And yes, sir. Okay, started on the skin. My wife found a little spot on my back, and. You know, five years later, had many surgeries, and right. it went really well. And then, unfortunately, it just well and landed the, again. And the good news is, we're we're headed, we're we're off to a good start, right? Yeah, definitely in the remission of this. And uh, your your spirit is strong. You're physically strong, and uh, I want to uh, draw people's attention to the fact that this is a man laying it out there, uh, walking his walk, and uh, creating an amazing experience every time you go into one of his restaurants. Uh, drawing strength from his family, from God. I love that. Love that storyline. And uh, we're going to unpack a little more of that with Chuck Schaefer here in just a few minutes. But he is opening up four new restaurants, uh, not one, not two, <laughs> four, <laughs> because why not? Why right? not? Are you a masochist? No, right. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Chuck? Sometimes I question. Oh, goodness gracious. But uh, these are these are the, the kinds of experiences we've been longing for. In Colorado Springs. And there's other great experiences throughout town. Uh, But these are the ones that are one of a kind, only going to find in Colorado Springs. You've got Manhattan Tapas Kitchen, Cansano Italian Steakhouse, Longboard Taco, and Paws Ultra Lounge. 
And we're going to unpack those here in just a few minutes. Before we go, Chuck, I always ask my guests, uh, what is your power jam music-wise? When you're in the car and you know what is hitting the fan, uh, and in your business is probably every day, what is it? Uh, who, who brings you back to earth? <laughs> well, it's funny because as a generic answer, which everybody probably says is I listen to everything, but the truth is I actually listen to everything. Okay. Country's probably my one favorite. Okay. And if it ain't country, it's house music, house music, but it's funny. Um, I don't, I'll be able to explain the music side of it a little more if you, whenever you want me to. Well, who but is it's it, interesting? Who is it that you gravitate towards when you turn the dial in or if you had a specific playlist? Well, it's funny because when I'm designing a restaurant, yeah, I different. know what music's going in there. Yeah. Literally at late at night when everybody's asleep, I put in my little ear pods, you know, and stuff and I'll listen to that music I hear in there and that's how I design the restaurant. Oh, that's cool. That's the truth. There's some genius right that's there. That's how I come up with the lighting. That's how I come up with the whole vibe I'm trying to create in that restaurant. All right. We're going to have to get into that. We're back with Chuck Schaefer, restaurant tour in just a minute. The news and events that matter to you. AM 1460 and FM 101.1. The answer. All right, we're back here with Chuck Schaefer, famous restaurateur. I'm going to say famous <laughs> restaurateur because, man, you have really offered this community some extraordinary things, uh, extraordinary restaurants and venues to uh, go and unplug from life for a little while, decompress, and have a marvelous experience. Uh, we've talked a little bit about your health and spiritual journey. We've talked about your journey from the bar scene over here to the restaurant scene and how that's really, you're really dialed into this now. You've, you've kind of hit your stride, right? I mean, the restaurant business is where you belong. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Every day you're waking up thinking of new things. I and, love it. Now, are you a foodie too, by uh, nature? You know, I wasn't for the longest time, but yeah. now I see myself and I, my wife sometimes tells me you're critiquing too much. Okay. And I, but I'm like, no, this is really good. But this, oh, this is great. This needs help. Uh-oh. And then this one over here. <laughs> Another really good one. Okay. So anytime we travel, we, we try to eat local. Okay. We try to support that. Um, and we try to really understand and see what's going on that other people do. Yep. I'm not a genius. I didn't come up with all this stuff. I just kind of tweak it and make it my way. Yeah. So are you talking about the menu items now? Uh, nope. No, uh, restaurants. Just the restaurant just the concepts. I would argue with you about you're not a genius because anybody who puts earbuds on, we talked about this <laughs> last quarter, uh, you're putting the earbuds on and your wife says, what are you listening to? And you said, I'm in pause right now, which means <laughs> he is envisioning the creation of Pause Ultra Lounge, which right. is the upstairs venue to uh, Longboard Taco. And this is kind of an interior exterior venue. It's a sushi bar. Yep. Unpack it for us. Yep. Uh Pause is more of your Miami. Yeah, your, totally. Your kind of vibe coming from Miami totally and stuff. Yep. It's your hip, high energy sushi. Yep. And stuff. There's a DJ's booth outside. There's couches outside. There's a, a beautiful view of the Air Force Academy and the mountains. That is for sure. Three fireplaces outside. It'll have bottle service. It'll have just the whole vibe of Miami created in this, you know, 3,000 square foot location. So that is definitely something you brought home from yes. Miami. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. cool. And is, is longboard taco the kind of the same thing or? No, nope. longboard taco is your Baja, California, laid back, 
a little Coast. bit of Sublime, okay. uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers fill. All the right. TVs will be showing skateboarding, surfing, beach volleyball, and of course a big event, you know, when the Nuggets keep winning and stuff. That's always great. <laughs> You're a basketball man, I take I, it. I, mostly football, <laughs> but I'll vote. I root for any local team, so I'm happy to see them oh, doing amen, great. Amen, brother. Okay, so um, so what's on the menu at Longboard? I mean, the tacos, obviously. Yeah, but it's Baja what, Fresh Tacos. Okay. Uh, more of that coastal cuisine. Okay. Like that. Yeah. And what's, what are some of the flavors you picked up along the way in your travels that, that, that are going to make this, uh, uh or like, are you leaning like, on your chef for that? Well, chef Christopher Lee has helped with a lot of this stuff. He's yep. my great friend. He's a three times James Beard award winner, Michelin star winner. He's won the uh, master chef. He's now, he was in charge of all North America hotels with this one big group. And he was hired by the Wynn in Las Vegas. Now he's VP of that, running all their operations in the restaurants. He's still doing that. that. He's still doing that. While he's He's working with you. Yeah. And he's the one that made all the menus for this location. Wow. And stuff. And he will be flying back to help train. And he's a genius. He's the genius. So Christopher is the guy who's who's planning the menus for all four of these venues correct okay and has he dipped his toe with prime 25 too oh yeah definitely he he definitely changes that seasonally and he's helped with that from for the last three years okay so where where's the cure for balance because you brought something up there uh he changes seasonally where's the balance between you know going to a, a particular restaurant and saying i i want that menu item i've had it for the last year i love it i want it and then a chef going, taking a right or taking a left and, and switching it up on you. No, your staples stay on there. Okay. Your your strong ones will always stay on there. You might have a tuna tartar mm-hmm. that is so popular, but it changes a bit because of the season or something. Okay. You might have some uh, clams. They change a little bit because of the season, but you're still all on there. You know, your steak is going to be your steak. You right. Know, you can't mess with that. Bit. All right. Yeah. So how did you and Chris meet? Uh, in Miami. Okay. Chris was, I was brought into their group, uh, at the, we had a location in 24th and Collins in South beach and stuff at a restaurant. And that's how I met Chris. And we just always kept tight. He's a New Yorker at heart. Okay. He came from there. He's worked in Miami. He's worked there and just pretty much traveled the world. And the guy knows more than I will ever know. And he's at the win in Vegas, like you said. Correct. And you cannot head up a show like that and no. not know what you're doing. So, like you said, he's he's got the pedigree. Yes, sir. And uh, you trust him empirically, but he also must trust you because he's involved with all five of your restaurants here in town. Yep. And uh, he must he must really appreciate the design elements and the aesthetic and everything you're bringing to the table uh, on those on those projects. I mean, that chemistry's got to be there, right, between restaurateur and chef. One hundred percent. Okay. And then who we bring on, he, he's the one that inter, uh, interviewed many chefs leading up to the point of whom we got on board now yeah. and stuff. Uh, Phil Griffith, okay. uh, Chef Phil. Yeah. And he's from Europe. Okay. And uh, Chef is from Europe through Texas <laughs> and then here. And he's got great worth ethic. Incredible. Okay. Um, he just, he follows everything so well and he's creative as well. Chris yeah. gives him a lead and says, Hey, run with this. And he does it. And he, he's a, he's a blessing. That's really cool, man. So we, we talked about pause a little bit and the vibe up there. That's mm-hmm. the Miami. So we're going from East coast to West coast down to longboard tacos. Well, this, this whole grouping is on that corner. Uh, that let's see, that is the Southeast corner of Voyager and Interquest Correct. at Victory Ridge. So if you know where the theater is, folks, uh, the big IMAX theater in there, then you know where this is. Um, all this construction 
is now starting to culminate into these four concept restaurants, Manhattan Tapas Kitchen, Cansano Italian Steakhouse, Longboard Taco, and Paws Ultra Lounge. Now, I was I was really blown away by Manhattan. Uh, that is a great experience. First of all, why the name? And then unpack the concept for us. Uh, name is because I'm a big New York fan. Really? Yankee fan. I think it was, uh, my grandpa was a Yankee fan, so we're all Yankee fans. All right. He had no choice. Okay. And it's just me and my wife had been to New York a few times, and it's just it's an amazing city. Of course, the food seems the f- amazing, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and stuff. So that's kind of like I said, well, we can't really name it the Big Apple or anything. It doesn't sound right. And then Manhattan is so classy, and what I'm trying to create there yep. is that. Yeah. And there's it's Tapa's Kitchen. Correct. Right? So small portion, little yep. entrees. Yep. And uh, you've got this this little balcony up there. Is that where the music guy's going to yeah, be? Yeah, we're going to play some. Uh, uh, I'm trying. I'm going to try pushing music almost every night we're open. Okay. And it's a, it may be a sax player just one night. It may be a pianist one night. It may be a small group singing a little Motown. Okay. I want to create the dinner vibe. The dinner you know, vibe. Not loud music. Okay. Just something you can, it's just an extra. So it's not a nightclub. Oh, it, no. It is a place to hang, eat light, have a few drinks, yeah. and enjoy some Classic cocktails. Classic I mean, cocktails. Classic Manhattans, your classic old fashions, your all that classic cocktails. Well, and you got to have that bartender that meets the Christopher Lee and Chef Phil standard. 100%. And where'd you find this guy? We found a couple. Okay. We've been very lucky. And funny you say Texas, because two came from Texas <laughs> okay. and stuff that did craft cocktails and all this, and they're very good. And then... We have a few others that work for other places right now that are going to be shifting gears because yeah. I think they've topped out where they were and it's kind of buying into the vision as we spoke about. Absolutely. And then finally, Consano, the Cons- steakhouse. Yeah, uh, it's my favorite. Now, this is the Italian steakhouse. This now, is the Italian steakhouse. Uh, unpack that menu because most people might feel that is a little bit of a dichotomy. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, Italian steakhouses, because I think Prime fed into that a little bit, because I see how well steakhouses do. Yeah. But at the same time, my heart is in Italian. Okay. You know, uh, Guadagnoli was my grandfather. Well, sure. Um, there you go. The name Consanos comes from a very small town in the Brigio area of Italy. And that's where my grandfather was born and where our family came from. Okay. So with that being said, I'm like, how do you give homage? That's that's it. You Beauty. Know? So they'd be proud, man. One hundred percent. And the menu is going to be traditional Italian, or it's it's from the Brigio area. So, what does that very mean? Traditional to the menu. What they what what kind of the concept that they use up there in Venice, uh, the, the whole Brigio area in Italy, their flavors, their techniques, they're all that. We're going to follow that. Their pizzas, huh. how it's done. People will tell you they have a Napoleon pizza. You know. I've tasted maybe one or two in town. That's the truth. That's okay. The rest are just, it's the name. Okay. You know, it's yeah. not true. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we will have that. Okay. You know, and stuff. And then we are aging our own meats. So we'll be one of the only in Colorado Springs aging our own steaks rather than buying them aged. Okay. We are actually doing it. And it's on a beautiful display as you walk in the door. Now, Chuck, are all these uh, different... Um uh, casual dining settings, or, or is, is Consano more formal? How does that work? Uh, they're all family friendly, okay. except pause. That's going to be 21 and up. 21. That's a right. bar. That's more of a sushi bar, nightclub feel. Okay. Like that. And does it open at night? 4.30 on happy hour. 4 o'clock on. Okay. And even if if even if you're hungry for sushi, you got to be 21 to get up there? Or? Nah, well, you know, we bend. We're not going to make it that strict. Okay. Yeah. Got it. 
And then the rest is, like you said, family-friendly. You've got Correct. a courtyard out front Correct. Uh, for some outdoor dining. Uh, Man- Manhattan Room seats about 100 people. Okay. And it's got a little bit of outside seating with a fire pit out there to have a few cocktails before Beauty. you go in. Yep. Uh, Consano seats about 100 inside, but it has a year-round patio that's covered with heaters that seats another 50. Then in the courtyard, it seats another 60 to 80 seasonal. Beauty. So it's just over 200 in there. Yeah, and you got and, those lights strung yeah. up. That is a cool vibe over I there, I appreciate man. that. <laughs> That's absolutely. You got to check this out. It's at Victory Ridge. It's on the corner of Interquest and Voyager. Uh, Chuck Schaefer, restaurateur extraordinaire in his uh, in his kitchen st- staff. This is probably not the right phraseology, but he's got a world-class chef team. He's got sh- uh, Christopher Lee, who's a Michelin Award-winning chef, and then Chef Phil uh, from Europe via Texas, <laughs> by way of Texas. So uh, he's got four great concepts. Of course, we all know Prime. And if you don't, down on South Tejon, on the south side of town. And then up here um, on the uh, Interquest Parkway, you've got Manhattan Tapas Kitchen, Consano Italian Steakhouse, Longboard Taco, and Paws Ultra Lounge, which is a sushi bar. And uh, it, it, the the aesthetics on these, Chuck, second to none. They are absolutely beautiful places. They're very unique to Colorado Springs. You have not seen this, folks. So grand opening's coming up. We're going to get to that in just a minute with restaurateur Chuck Schaefer. Back in a minute. A cold beer's got 12 ounces. A good truck's got me. One critical fact that needs to be established is that your injuries were caused by the accident incident you were involved in. For your case to have merit, it must be made clear that had you not been in the crash in the first place, you wouldn't have been hurt. This is one of the most important steps in the entire process, and leaving it to anyone but an expert is a serious mistake. Ramos Law, doctor, lawyer, partner, combining medical and legal knowledge for better outcomes for you. They say nothing lasts forever, but they All right. Good morning. We're back with Chuck Schaefer, restaurateur extraordinaire. Uh, and he and his team, Christopher Lee, the Michelin Award winning chef and Chef Phil, who you're going to meet if you come up to Manhattan, Consano, Longboard or Paws. Uh, those are the new venues up on Victory Bridge, which is the big intersection at where New Life Church is. You've got uh, Interquest and Voyager uh, going right there. We're on the southeast corner. And the, these venues, folks, I got to tell you, they, they are spectacular. And it's interesting because I didn't know this about you before we started talking today. When I went out on the patio at Pause, I felt because I'm from Miami. Mm-hmm. OK. And I thought, man, this really reeks of Miami. <laughs> I mean, this is this is the vibe. I mean, the whole aesthetic, the indoor outdoor thing and then the views. Obviously, there's not a beach there, but uh, but you still had that. I mean, you totally captured that. Yeah, Spot that. on, man. Uh, but these are great little venues, folks. And uh, if you haven't heard uh, the first two quarters or the first three quarters of our show today, uh, go back and listen to the podcast because we're, we're walking through a gentleman's journey from uh, being on, in, in the bar scene and owning a few nightclubs in town to really migrating into creating exceptional dining experiences 
for people that he loves um, here in Colorado Springs. And um, it's it's a really a passion play for you. It is. I mean, that comes across because you, you know, when I go out there and I see it on your job sites right now, uh, I mean, you are dialed in. <laughs> I mean, there's you are totally working the scene. You're making sure everything's in its proper spot. And of course, you know, you're you're construction foreman today. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully you get to switch your hat back on to restaurant tour. Uh, do you love just kind of moving through your restaurants and seeing people? And h- how do you how do you operate once this thing opens? Oh, I love it. I will. I will visit every restaurant throughout the night. I will go to every table. I will say hello to everybody. And it's not that I'm trying to, you know, it's not that I'm trying to say, hey, I'm the owner. It's trying to make them feel like I'm giving everybody attention. Yeah. I don't need that praise of being the owner. Well, I just want to make sure you. everybody's yeah. happy. You're getting feedback. Yeah. And feedback is so very important in our business. If you don't really listen to it, you're you're, you're neglecting yourself of being great. Well, and you're neglecting those customers as well because they're, they're trusting you. I mean, you know, it seems very transactional. You go to a restaurant, you buy some food, and you check out, right? Yeah. That is not what you want to deliver. No, it's an experience. Way. It's an experience. And we talked about, you know, kind of warming your staff up into that mission, casting that same vision for them, letting them walk and kind of create their own uh, version of that uh, without, de- you know, going too far one way or the other as far as uh, what they think it should be. But they're following your vision. They're executing on the mission, which is to deliver a world-class experience as many times during the night as possible. Yep. Yep. I love our city. Our city is growing. There's people from all other states coming here. And there, there's from some from Chicago, Washington, D.C., you name it, California. They're used to eating good food, you know, and getting great service. So we need to give them that. We need to feel like they're back at home. You bring a good point up because you're right. Uh, there is kind of a passivity about going out in some places in town. But, you know, I've been to Prime 25 and I love that experience. Uh, we live on the north side and we will schlep it down there a couple times during the summer, especially uh, to go in there and enjoy that because of the staff primarily. Yeah. You know, the food's great. I mean, there's no question about that. We know we're going to get that. But what makes, you know, Spending a hundred dollars, one hundred fifty, two hundred dollars on a on a dinner with your family, is are the people around you going to make that an exceptional experience? And you've really drilled that home. Yeah, we 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 really promote that hard, big time, among everybody that works there, and they've all bought into it. I, my staff at Prime Twenty Five, honestly, we opened seven years ago, and it's funny because when we first open up a restaurant, I'll take a picture of the whole staff. Okay, and I want to see how many are there a yeah, year later, sure, two years later. I have 65% of my staff that landed with me seven years ago. That's extraordinary. It really is. Yeah. And then some of them I lost because they actually moved away. Yeah. You know, and then they're the new ones that we've gotten on. Wonderful. Everybody, you know, it works out really well. Well, that vetting process is, is, is as important almost as the chef selection. Yeah. And the aesthetic, because those people make or break the experience of the folk of the folks that are dining with yes, you. Sir. And so, uh, but you're coming in for a landing. Let's get to the fun part here. All right. <laughs> you're coming in for a landing on these projects. You're hoping to open two of these venues towards the end of May, early June. Yes, sir. Which ones? I'm going to open up Manhattan first. Okay. Um, and it just, there was no reasoning behind it, honestly. It's just the one that got finished the quickest. Yep. And it is gorgeous. And if there. I can open up Manhattan's and then we'll follow that about a week later, it's all depending upon training is what it is. Okay. And then I'll open that one up. They're all almost completely finished as we speak right now. Mm-hmm. I just got some, uh, uh, inspections to pass mm-hmm. 
you know, you got your normal things that you have to go through yep. with RBD and fire and everybody else. And right. then we can start warming up the grills and training and <laughs> doing all that. Yep. And have you tasted some of the menu items yet or has Chris not gotten that far yet? Uh, with Chris and in yeah. general, we had prior to all this. Okay. Yeah. So he's locked and loaded on what uh, he wants to deliver. Most definitely. And then Chef Phil's going to execute that? 100%. Right on. So first first two opening end of May. So that's Manhattan and Consano. Correct. Okay. And would you recommend reservations? How, how do you Both. advise? Okay. We will be having reservations and stuff like that. But we always leave a few tables sure. you know, for walk-ins like you should yeah. and all this. One good thing I wanted to tell you is that like um, once they're all up and running, if you had a 7 o'clock reservation, just say at Consano. But you got there at six with some friends. You decided to go over to pause or somewhere and have some drinks or whatever. You can, when your phone goes off and says your table's ready, you can take your drink with you to any of the restaurants. Oh, wow. It's a campus we created outside. Yeah. So you can travel with your cocktail. You can even transfer your tab from upstairs to Consano's. That's pretty slick. And then it split in, in percentages of yeah. what the tab ends up being. And if everybody does their job, nobody's going to worry about what the percentage of their tip there is because it's going to be better than what they thought it was going to be originally. <laughs> That's a nice angle right there. That's a nice value proposition. Um, so opening day, I mean, what are you expecting? What are you hoping for? I pray it's packed. <laughs> it's packed. <laughs> I suspect you will be. I mean, not to compare you with a chain burger restaurant, but your neighbors down the the, the parking lot at In and Out Burger. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was ninety to one hundred and twenty days before we even attempted to go in there. Oh yeah. Okay. Now this is world class cuisine and an amazing venue, a great experience. So God bless you, brother. I I hope that it is packed. For 90 to 120 days, and maybe we can't still get in for, for that amount of time, but that's okay. Because you've got, it sounds like you got plenty of seating capacity. People are there for the entertainment in general, right? Yes. You've got the theaters going on, you got some parks being developed. And of course, your courtyard and your campus, as you said, that restaurant campus, you can migrate from the bar to another restaurant. Right. That's pretty slick. Right. I mean, why wouldn't you go start with some drinks yep. <laughs> and just hope for the best that, you know, your table is going to come up and off That's you go. Right. That's right. <laughs> well, so and then the next two come online sometime mid-June. Yep. Okay. Mid-June. And those will open at the same time. Okay. And that's longboard and pause. Uh, pause. And it, this is really just a function of, of cascading operations, right? Getting everybody warmed up. And now can staff work at pause on one night and over at Manhattan another night? Or how are you doing that? Well, it, there's a lot of education has to go on because we do have some people that have offered to do that, wanting to do that. The great thing about what we're doing, though, if, if you were in the kitchen in Manhattan room for, say, a year and you really learned a lot about it, but your heart was in Italian you don't have to go look for a second job somewhere else. You nice. just go next door and learn that. Then you want to learn sushi, go next door and learn that. That's really you cool. know. Yeah. But uh, as in employees bouncing back and forth, there's going to be probably very few that can handle that because you must memorize everything there is on the food menu, everything that goes in it, every cocktail, and those are excessive. So it's going to take a, more than a minute. And of course, to, you're doing specials by the week or? I, that, that'll be up to the chef, Okay, honestly. 
And you're staying out of that? Yeah. That's not your lane? Just, I, I kind of let the pros do what the pros do. Does Chris slap your hand when you try to meddle in that? Nope, don't even try. <laughs> don't even I know try. better. Well, the concepts are amazing, Chuck. Uh, these really are special places because whatever happened with you and the headphones and, and, and imagination <laughs> uh, is absolutely spectacular because the aesthetic, ladies and gentlemen, in each of these venues is it, first of all, totally unique, not something you've seen before unless you've been to Miami or some of these other places that Chuck has traveled. But he's brought those experiences back and they've manifested themselves on the corner of Victory Ridge uh, or of corner of Interquest and in, in, uh, Voyager in the complex Victory Ridge uh, where the theater is. And they are very, very special venues. Manhattan, Tapas Kitchen, Consano Italian Steakhouse, Longboard Taco, Pause Ultra Lounge. These are the new venues from restaurateur Chuck Schaefer, uh, who, as many of you know, owns Prime 25. This has been a pleasure getting to know the mind. Oh, I appreciate and it. And the genius behind the restaurants and the concepts. You're bringing us something unique. And there's starting to be less and less room to complain about not having great options like these because they're coming online. I appreciate that. So we appreciate you. We appreciate your passion and putting your artistry to work, man. Yeah, it's wonderful. Thank you, brother. And if anybody, if you don't mind, if anybody like to, you know, check it out or anything like that, all you have to do is go to fo4rnorth.com and it'll explain every restaurant to you. Okay. And the menus are on the line. Absolutely. Well, thank you for doing this. Appreciate you opening our eyes to this. Get in there first. Uh, excuse me. The end of May, uh, Manhattan and Consano's opens. And then shortly after that, Longboard and Paws will open. And uh, let's fill this joint, folks. Let's pack his house and keep these amazing concepts thriving. This is what we've been begging for and asking for a better restaurant scene. Well, it's here. Let's engage with our uh, with our feet. And uh, just like you're going to do on Tuesday when you vote. Right, everybody? All right. Uh, thanks for coming, Chuck. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Really uh, good luck to you. I don't, I don't say break a leg in the restaurant <laughs> business. What do they say? Uh, don't burn a finger. <laughs> don't burn a finger. <laughs> well, fair enough. Thanks, Chuck. All right. Thanks to Ramos Law for helping us meet these amazing people who exist in our town and who bring us this quality of life. This is a special place to be here in Colorado Springs, and I'm glad you're listening to us and uh, have enjoyed our conversation with Chuck Schaefer. Check his restaurants out, folks. This is this is what we've been asking for, so let's make it happen. Have a great weekend, everybody. I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. Don't know where it goes, but it's only me and I You've been listening to True North with your host, Dirk Hobbs. Saturday mornings at 8 on AM 1460 and FM 101.1. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.